And welcome to the Shungite Show. This is Nancy Hopkins. It's January 26, 2021. Um, I've got Derek Condit and Mark Joseph with me. And what a weird place we're living in. <laughs> hey, Derek, there you are. Are you here? Yes, I know you're here. Yep. Good morning, everybody. And Mark? Morning, everybody. Okay, then. So, um... What would you like? You guys want to say something to the peoples out there? Well, I would just say, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad everybody's here, and you know, hang on for the ride. Welcome back, back. I'm glad you're all, um, you know, sharing this time with us on Tuesdays because there's, of course, lots happening, and I think it's a pretty, pretty good show yet again. Yeah, I echo that. I was going to say the same thing. Um, I did want to, I was listening to Dr. Jennifer Daniels um, last night. She just had an interview on one radio network with Patrick Zamponi. Um, she was a guest, I think, a couple months ago in, in, in the Shungite Radio. Uh, but I try to listen to her weekly. Um, she has a Vimeo podcast, and um, they took it down, of course. I figured that was going to happen. So she said she was going to be on um, BitChute, and then... I haven't been able to find it. I tried to do look through a, the newest um, upload. So I guess we'll have to wait um, to see what happens. Her official site, VitalityCapsules.com, has only shows from two years ago. But uh, if you do OneRadioNetwork.com, she was on there yesterday. Uh, really good stuff about, um, uh, um, what do you call it, these fake... Uh, pandemics how even the spanish flu the the virus was not isolated and um the normalization of hypochondria is what she's calling what we're going through now a uh, really good interview i think it went on for like an hour um and then she's on on uh what do you call it youtube if you do an upload date search but anyway um yeah i just wanted to share that i'll put i'll put the a couple links to the show um uh in the chat but yeah that's it for me very, thank you very much. Um, yes, you can go to the archives, cosmicreality.com, and under radio, you'll see the archives, and you can go to the archives. Now, the archive page has every week, and if you just click on it, you're going to go to what is essentially a blog entry. And the blog has every, every week of radio shows, there's a new blog. So if you get... You go to one, you know, you click on the archive and you get into the blogs. You don't have to go back to the archive. What you have to do is be aware, <clears throat> excuse me, be aware of the right-hand side where you've got weeks, you know, the different weeks. And so you can just click on, on the, I think it goes by month. You can click on the month and you'll see the listing of that month's weeks, if that makes any sense to you. But the archives are always available because... Um, the, the censoring is getting crazy, and I'll, I got I got to tell you guys this story. Um, first off, Gene Rockefeller, who has never ever used Twitter, never tweeted anything, but was watching people's twits, got dumped from Twitter because she was watching people's stuff. She had never twittered herself, or tweeted herself. That's one. Two is the. I was watching Fox. And I was watching, um, uh, oh, what's his name, um, Hilton, Steve Hilton. 
and he went off on a discussion about Fauci because Fauci had just been announced by Biden to be some head of the health department. I don't know what it is. And so Steve goes off, and I'm listening to him, and I'm going like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that he's saying this because I had done a Radio 5G program on the same information, how Fauci was the one that was supporting, and we were financing the Wuhan lab where this virus came from. And, I mean, it was Steve put it out there, and he said, you know, if... If this was this, then it would have to be this, 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 just preposterous situations in order to support, you know, the explanation that came from a bat and it got into the wet market, blah, 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 that thing. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I can't believe he's saying this. So I immediately went to YouTube. I happened to see the replay of that show. I went to YouTube, and it was already taken down. And that was like three hours. In three hours, they took that down. All the rest of his show, they do it in segments on YouTube. All the rest of it was there. But that one, there was one that was censored, and I suspect it was that one. So the fact that they're censoring like that um, is just, it's just getting crazy and crazy. But don't, don't get locked into that. Just be aware that, you know, we're... we're we seem to be sliding down a hole into a deep pit <laughs> right now. And that's my feeling about it. And it's not us guys. We're good. We're, everything is good. Now, to explain how good it really is, yesterday the United States Navy released, or I guess went, applied for or something, but they released to the public a patent, three of them. And one of them was for a triangular vehicle that's anti-gravitational. One of them is for free energy. And the other one is superconductor at room temperature, which is unheard of. So what I'm saying to you is that even though it looks bleak, you know, they're releasing the future. This is what the future is. If they've got, if they're putting that out as a patent and releasing it to the public, they are way, 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 way beyond this. So, yes, the old fourth world, as the Hopis like to talk about, is transferring it or transforming into the fifth world. It, that transformation, we are already very, very much down the path as individuals. We're not going to be as shocked as a good portion of the people are. But just stay in that, see the end, the end, where you've got anti-gravitational, free energy, where you're doing technological things that are absolutely sounding, that aren't hurting anybody, and you're talking about the Star Trek universe. Think of just sort of getting to the Star Trek universe, because I think that's where we're going. But to get there, we're going through this, like I say, this little, little, little mucky and dark, you know. Don't. Don't let yourself get stuck in that. Just fly right over it. Go to the end. Anyway, little rant there, I guess. But <laughs> so yeah, um, they're they're doing bad things out there. But on the other side, we got some really amazing things happening. Comments? Um, I saw that yesterday from Kerry Cassidy uh, on Telegram. People should really get on there. So everyone who's been banned from Twitter and really. Um, Social media is on there for now. I mean, 
Uh, where is this article? Um, I think I tried to post it in Cosmic Rally Facebook and I'm just waiting approval. But Miwi has been um, banning people, uh, specifically the Stop the Steal group. Uh, there aren't any, so that it was a show that. And then Telegram's doing the same thing. But I forget what the topic was. I'll have to look it up. We'll throw it in the chat. But they've been banning too. Um, okay, here it is. Uh, first signs of Telegram censoring content. Inevitable, I suppose, as Telegram depends on apps controlled by Apple and Google. You know these two behemoths are really quite perverse and really quite mean-spirited. They string out their apps, and then they'll wait until... That's more of a comment from a Gab user. I'll, I'll just throw it into the chat. But, um, I mean, so for now, uh, I, BitChute hasn't censored and um, Brighteon. But we know because Mark Steele's over there, so... Um, those are the two I recommend for now. But until these these good sources, uh, references change, uh, Telegram seems to be the place to be for now. But, um, Nancy, that's naval intelligence, right? They've been kind of at the forefront of some of these uh, um, releases. Yes, button stuck. <laughs> um, yes, uh, I have to find that show that we did. We did a show in Cosmic Reality on the secret space program. And, you know, it's been so long, I'm not exactly sure, but you've got, like, the Navy and then you've got, like, the Air Force. And there's, they seem to, well, I, I know that they were independent of each other, essentially, you know. But within the, and then you got the, Another one that's the deep dark space, you know, deep state thingy. I, I, it's so confusing as to what's really out there. But the Navy seems to be the ones that are the good guys. It seems like the Air Force was, and there's ETs, there's different ETs involved in this, depending on your Navy or, you know, Air Force. So, yes, but the Navy does seem to be the, the place where, and, and you know, it makes sense because the Navy and the Marines... You know, the Marines are a special unit that nobody really talks about now. Uh, a days you don't hear about them so much. But um, I think that the Marines have, a, you know, I think that maybe when you think in terms of special forces, and we know the Army special forces, um, I think that there's groups in the Marines that we just don't know about. They are the super, super secret people. Um, so... Yeah, they're the ones that, that uh, seem to be the good guys. <laughs> good guys, bad guys, medium guys, you know, different agendas, basically. I don't think they're good or bad. I think it's a different agenda. So, I know that's Yeah, I wanted to add on that. Um, Go ahead. Because, you know, after the, the supposed inauguration, you had a lot of, um, uh, what do you call, patriots who, uh, there's a word for it, but maybe I'll just throw it in chat. But they lost faith, in other words. And um, But also it's another way to stratify quality um, sources, intel, uh, that this had to happen. But those who are following, you know, consistent, reliable sources have seen the inconsistencies uh, to show that, you know, the military's kind of had a, um, a one-up on, on these things. Uh, I know we should be talking about Shungite. And so that... that that comes back around to where, so everybody's panicking or celebrating either way, but we still need to stay grounded, focusing on New Earth, 
and and Shanghai helps to align us back to where we need to be. Um, I don't know, Shanghai water, drinking that. Um, as for magnet in my bed bed frame, but um, interesting times at the least. I don't know. Uh, you guys want to add on that? Well, you know, Shungite has a has a, a long history with ETs. Um, when Walt Walt was was had done a lot of shamanic journeys before he ever met me, and then and met Shungite, <laughs> and then he um, he was going to. I'm trying to think of what the time frame was, because it was after I knew him. So it was around 2015, I think. He started doing shamanic journeys and ending up with ETs, which he had not done before. <clears throat> he'd go. He, what he would do is he'd have a, a client who wanted him them him to do a shamanic journey for him and pick up whatever information their guides needed to, you know, tell or do or whatever. So that was what he was doing. But he was ending up talking to guides that were ETs. And so this one time, they they he was going he was they were going to put him on a a, a vehicle. At first it start it was started out with like an elevator thing, but then no he actually saw vehicles and he was in, in, and we're talking about he's in his etheric shamanic body okay, and he's now goes inside these th this vehicle or he was about to, and the ET said you can't go in with those. With, with him and you know Walt was like what are you talking about and so Walt turned around where the guy was pointing and here is this unbelievably beautiful black lion I mean just you know just beautiful and so and that was that that was a representation of Shungite it was a Shungite energy so he had to essentially um, rid himself of any Shungite to get on this this vehicle and later on we we found out that shungite is used on these et vehicles and at one point he was on one of the big ships and he asked him he said because i kept saying ask him why ask him why you know and so he asked him and, and the, the response was so interesting it was oh let me think there was some piece of equipment and I'm trying to think of what equipment it was, but it was like something to do with, with like navigation or, you know, that type of thing. Not propulsion, but like navigation stuff. And they said that if, if, the, if Shungite, the energy of Shungite will actually attenuate that equipment, and that equipment has to be rotating in the way to work. And that, you know, and so that was, and you know, and there was a few of those kind of things where Shungite, in the ETs, they you know they didn't want that Shungite energy. And another time when this was this was when he first started out, he was uh, he had sent a cloudbuster to uh, California, and so he's sitting in Minnesota, and he I believe that he remote viewed. I believe it's a way of remote viewing, even though he would have said probably a shamanic look at it or whatever. But I think it was a remote view. And all of a sudden, he's he's in front of the the cloudbuster, and he's very much aware that there is a vehicle starting to kind of like lose its cloaking and, and become visible. And as he's watching this thing, um, it starts to disintegrate. And 
it was an etheric vessel that was coming out of you know can can do etheric 3d stuff and or maybe it was just cloaked but whatever happened the dang thing got destroyed now this is not the first time that energies have been associated with taking down et ships uh wilhelm reich himself when he was working with cloud busters he found that most of the time when they were out trying to do experiments that they would see like a flying saucer like a vehicle unidentified flying object and for kicks one day they pointed the dang thing at it and it crashed so i mean that's a story granted it's a story i can't prove it but if walt told me that story it's probably true because walt's really make sure that his facts are right so um yeah, so Shungite is, that's what Shungite is. I mean, it's, it's uh, we know it is Shungite, we know it is coming from Karelia, but the concept of Shungite and what it is as even building material, I mean, it's got so many different uses by so many different groups of people. It's, prob well, they say the C-60, and it goes back to the C-60, but NASA back in 19, I think it was, um, released a, a statement on C60 saying that it looked like it was uh, extremely, maybe the most popular uh, molecule in intergalactic space. Uh, they figured that one out, I don't know, but it was an NSA posting. So anyway, I know I'm probably going off on a tangent here, but it's kind of interesting stuff. <laughs> Uh, and Derek, you're saying, and, and the reason that I'm, I'm even bringing it up is Derek told me that, well, tell the story, can you, Derek, about, um, you know, your, your your recent story about the triangular vehicle? <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. Um, so, I'm, so I'm, for those that maybe are just listening or um, tuning in, so I live in, um, <clears throat> so northern Washington State, so just north of Seattle, so up in the Seattle area, basically. And um, I'm only mentioning that so you have a reference of the location, but this happens all over. So I had a client um, who had mentioned to me some weeks ago, and I'm just going to be kind of vague that way, you know, you don't get too specific on individuals, but had mentioned to me, and this isn't the first one to tell me this, they were leaving Seattle, and it was just a few weeks ago again, in a, and they had their mom with them and a couple of family friends, and as they're leaving the downtown area, which is extremely busy for those of you that don't know, and there's um, Interstate 5 that drives, <clears throat> that, that kind of goes right through there. So lots of traffic. This was later in the afternoon, so still daylight hours. And pretty much this individual let me know. He's telling me a story, kind of saying, hey, Derek, can you tell me about this? Um, so we, we take a look, and he tells me that as they leave Seattle, they – he looks up this individual and sees a black triangle. Uh, he says it's just really large, you know, the size of an airliner sort of thing, hovering above the interstate, Interstate 5. And then as they drive a little further, he just sits there quiet, kind of in awe, waiting for others in the car to say something. And, well, nothing really gets said at all. So then uh, this person finally, you know, kind of breaks out and says, you know, is anybody going to mention this um, about what, what we just saw? And then the person's um, actual mom who's in the car mentioned that, well, I just didn't want to acknowledge it sort of thing. So I thought that was pretty interesting that, you know, a whole carload full of people who all visually here in the 3D, not just etherically or with their third eye, saw this vessel 
and just chose there was too much for them to acknowledge except for this one person um so he was kind of in a shock and awe of that as well to me which is why he brought it up like how can this even happen how can somebody and it can be your mom brother sister or friend whatever you know be or have the same exact experience along with you but yet not acknowledge it and deny it um and i don't know if you want to call that cognitive dissonance or just you know lack of being able to you know integrate that into your reality but yeah those so those things that ties back into nancy what you were talking about earlier with the navy releasing those patents on the um they used to call them tr3bs there's different model numbers of these vehicles but uh yeah the the anti-gravity ones that fly around so they're they're all over not just in this area i've seen them in well other parts of this state as well and other states these and similar vehicles um, but no they've been around for a long time so that was basically the gist of that story just kind of um even in this 2021 how you know with how many et or ufo movies are out there and that there's still individuals just not willing to incorporate that into their reality it's just interesting to me um but yeah it's blatantly in your face yeah, I wanted to add on to that to where this is reflective of um, uh, what happened, you know, last last year and how it's continuing this year where, you know, we have evidence that uh, the CDC has not even isolated this, this bug, the virus that everyone's going crazy about. And then we know masks don't work and the social distance thing is purely for, um, what do you call it, uh, surveillance. Now it is shown that um this is a synthetic biology the 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 stories that the virus is synthetic biology they arrested somebody from harvard um who was who was uh, creating that so this nanobiotech has been around for decades and uh through movies predictive programming even back in the 60s 70s they've been showing us this so people not acknowledging uh, um our own even quote-unquote ETs, it is directly um, um, reflective of, of just, you know, um, human nature in some ways. And um, I don't know, with, 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 you know, these soft disclosures that are happening, uh, especially after last week's inauguration, you kind of see a, 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 a more of a split. Of, and, and Elia Ben said this of low frequency to high frequency. Uh, this stratification of awareness, and it just made me reflect of what Barbara Manessis said when she was on the show last um, year, which people should really listen back in terms of just how to get um, better grounding and Shungai talking to her, of uh, um, is it even worth, quote-unquote, trying to wake up or save people? Because, you know, we can get all this information through our cell phones. So... I don't know. Um, I, I guess with with um, the Shungai vibe tribe growing and expanding worldwide, you know, that that's a good start. But um, I'm having my own just reluctance of having to try to uh, go back to the drawing board for a lot of people. But I mean, um, it's I still Shungai my local area when I can. Uh, I guess there's different ways of um, enhancing the environment, and then just people make having the independent choice to uh take the next step what do you guys think about that of uh it was actually that matrix quote of um these people are so plugged into the system that they'll risk their life to stay in the matrix yeah 
No, that, that's that's awesome. That's running the money. Um, and also, I look at it from another perspective too, Mark. That if we don't have others with their perspectives, you know, we don't have the counter. So something to look at, to learn from. So it's you know, we're all part of the picture. So you know, it's it's all within our own time, I guess you can you can say. So um, and then if we don't have people who aren't paying attention to these things or looking at them, who do we have to? let's say, a theoretically point to, to say, hey, look, who's not paying attention? So, you know, just to move that energy momentum. So there always has to be the opposite. So, you know, I don't expect everybody to, you know, drink the Kool-Aid or anything like that. In fact, I hope they don't. I hope they all research it and look into all these different topics in their own time um, at their own pace, be it Shungite or some, you know, black triangle floating in the sky. Definitely don't just take anybody's word for it. Look into it. So, no, I guess it makes sense. It's I can see how it can be kind of frustrating, though, for, for those of us that do, at this moment, choose to see a larger reality. Um, but then it's also exciting for me to realize there's even more um, levels of reality for us to continue to open up to. So I'm not done. Nobody is. Um, lots to see out there and experience. So no, I'm not scared about anything. It's all It all is expanding, I guess you can say. Yeah, I'm more reflecting my frustration because... So as we were approaching the inauguration, we saw New York proclaiming, oh, um, these lockdowns are, are hurting the economy. We should open up as soon as possible. And then not long after, we see Chicago saying the same thing. we got to open up because, you know, it's, not, it's hurting the economy and, and all this stuff. And then, like, why are they all of a sudden um, being so concerned about opening, like, out of the blue when, quote-unquote, cases are rising? Oh, it's because the inauguration is around the corner. Soon enough, the day, like an, it was said an hour after the inauguration, World Health Organization said to, to admit an official announcement where, oh, um, there's been a lot of false positives. So what you got to do is, is um, do the uh, CT amplification cycle threshold test below 25. And um, so those of us who've known for months about this said, oh, yeah, this is going to cut it cut positives way down in half. Why did they choose now to say it? And then Michigan announced late last week that uh, they're going to open up in the restaurants again. And then yesterday, and I found this out Sunday, that um, California stopped their curfew and um, uh, stay-at-home order. So basically, they're going back to the colored tiers of, um, you know, by county. And that uh, I think basically outdoor dining is open again. So they're probably going to use Valentine's Day, which is what a few weeks from now, to, as a focal point or focus to reopen the economy. You know, all political. And then a lot of us last year said this was more of the political flu d'etat just because of the Great Reset. But then you got the Great Awakening paralleling this uh, this whole thing. And um, at least the... the um, References and sources, I've been following that people just aren't awake enough, which is why um, quote-unquote action wasn't taken. And I, you know, it, I, I think it's a good thing, too, to where to see how far this goes if, um, you know, other timelines. But uh, I don't know, Nancy, you want to um, add on that? Well, you know, it's... Um there's so much to what's happening right now that it's very, see, like this stuff, you know, it's very hard to get a feeling for, was there an, I thought there was enough people 
I thought there. I honestly thought this is gonna this is gonna play out. But then when it didn't happen, I'm I do believe there was a 3D reason that they backed off. Maybe they were threatened with something. I don't know. But they they backed off. I, I'm I'm convinced of this because um, Mr. Trump's wife, President Trump's wife. Uh, she tweeted out, there's been a delay. Okay? She was the only one that seemed to be able to tweet. And she tweeted, there's a delay. Um, so they acknowledged that something happened in the 3D. But that could be a reflection, because I did get a download, there just wasn't enough people awake yet. So that's the 3D storyline that something, something delayed them. I've heard a number of stories I don't even, you know, know. But... Um, that's what I think is is what we're confronting is that you've got well you know I, I'll tell you Lynn Wood said something that made it really clear he was asked is there a plan you always are talking about the plan is there a plan and he said yes there is but it's God's plan and the people are doing what they need to do to execute God's plan and I just found that to be so reassuring that even if there is what we call the plan, uh, you know, a document that documents all sorts of things that, I mean, they've been working on this thing for since the 50s, you know, to, to make sure that they can essentially weed out all of the poison that's in the system of the biosphere of Earth. So what I think we have to do is we have to begin to, or not begin, but intensify our ability to influence the subconscious, the super subconscious of humanity. We do that every time we do a radio show. You know, that's why I have never been concerned about how many people listen to us. It's who listens to us. I'd rather have quality than quantity. And the quality of people that are drawn into cosmic reality and mystical wares and shungite are special people you you came here with a mission whether you know it or not you feel it and you know part of that is finding people that resonate in the same way you do and you know that's this is a way of coming together there's not tremendous number of us but they the people that get here are very very important because they got here so they're resonating with shungite and why is shungite so important Shungite's got the basic building blocks of all the elementals, you know, not in every single piece of nugget, but all through the, through the bed of every elemental that we have in the periodic chart. And it's got the C60 that locks into the, to the quantum field. And we talk about being third dimensional beings trying to go to the fifth dimension. Well, what, what does that mean? Well, that means that you're going to change your frequency to a point that you have, you have access to the quantum field immediately. Oh, gee, I need this. Whoop. You just think about it and it's there. That's the kind of thing that I see fifth dimension. And I'm going to ask Derek right now, is that what you see the fifth dimension at? Are you I'm there? Sorry. Yep. And then do the mute button. Yeah. Um. That that's a that's a decent that's a good explanation um, how I would put it as well. I I just see, wow, it's interesting because I can actually perceive individuals in the different frequencies. Um, 
So it's just, it's more is how I really explain. It's a difficult thing to talk about. Um, it's like separating a song into its components, but I just perceive more from that, what I call frequency layer. You know, sometimes they call them dimensions, um, things like that. But for me, it's another frequency layer. So more information in that one is how I, I pick up on it. And then there's, of course, lots of layers past that. Um, but yeah, there are a whole craft, <clears throat> craft and entities, excuse me, that exist in that layer. Just you can say above us, but it's kind of with us. Um, yeah, just a it's a hard thing to talk about, really. Um, yeah, there's all there's all kinds of things happening in there. Once we have that level of perception, we realize it. And on the, I don't really want to delineate or say fifth from sixth and all of that kind of stuff, but there is tangible feelings where we will perceive it here in the in our 3d physical realm from that level of reality um and that's those subtle they call them i think subtle energies so the the whooshes the shiver shakes and that's when we're interacting with that level if i hope that makes some kind of sense those um subtle body sensations we get kind of we so when we walk by an entity or even a thought because it is an accumulation of energies we'll feel the subtle body sensations the whooshes the shivers things like that um but yeah so it's uh, it's like, you know, another TV, once you get bored of the one station you're on on TV, you know, you start getting really bored, then you'll push yourself into another channel, watch that one, and, you know, it's all within time, I guess you can say. Well, we we have to kind of, like because I was talking with somebody about this in some show, um, we are multidimensional beings, so we're not it's it's not so much that we are going from the third dimension into the fifth dimension it's that at the third dimensional level we are experiencing ourselves as fifth dimensional beings does that make sense that's really good actually i was sitting here smiling when you were saying that because that's i'm gonna have to keep that description or analogy and then work with it as well myself um yeah it's just you're experiencing more of your reality. You're adding layers to your antenna, your physical body, consider it an antenna, one level of antenna. And then your chakras and thoughts are your dials. So yeah, you're just tuning into more and there's always more out there. Um, but yeah. Well, another way I was explaining it is that it's like at the 3D level, you know, Nancy, Nancy, okay? I'm like a PC. But that PC is connected to a very, very multidimensional cosmic server computer that is only dedicated to, let's say, the offshoot of the all that is, you know, God, the source, whatever you think of it, where we started from, <clears throat> that one offshoot of a specific energy field. That's your server. Now, the server starts out blank, but as the entity is, you know, let's call it an entity, it's an energy field, begins to experience different 3D lifetimes, all of those lifetimes are filed inside that server computer. But not only that, all of the information about that being, their fifth dimensional side, their sixth dimensional, seventh dimensional, you know, they're all in this server computer. So you, as a personal computer, all of a sudden you say, 
what what's this little thingy and you push it and you go oh my god what is all this information what is this stuff you know or a lot of times you'll accidentally open a file you know like my experiences with George Patton and and other incarnation experiences are like opening up a file in that server computer and all of a sudden I have access to not only what they experienced but what they learned and so that's what I think what we're trying to do we're trying to access those server computers does that make sense yeah that's a good description I like going to techie ones myself um, because then you can realize well you always have the availability for for those that know they're called firmware upgrades um, where you can you know enhance your oh wow individual self I guess you can call it so firmware I think you know give some um, expanded abilities and processes um, to the overall server so think yourself kind of thing um, I know this wow this is a tough one to talk about but no I like the the techie description because it does imply that you can I would before I say download I would, I don't, have, I don't have a word for this, but rather than, so when you say download to become more, if somebody's talking in those terms, that implies bringing from outside in. So I would just add a suggestion that you think if you're using terms like downloading or um, becoming more or upgrading, things like that, I use the thought process of from coming from inside already, from my heart chakra area. So everything I have and need is already there, accessible. That way I don't have to, and that's my firewall or virus scanner since we're going techie here. Um, so be, I would suggest, you know, run whatever integrations, upgrades, energies, thoughts through your heart first. And that's just a thought. You don't have to sit there and go into a deep meditation for an hour and knock on wood. And I'm just making fun of it. But just have the thought, the intent. Your intent is what matters. So decide any info I'm getting, if that's something you want to do, run it through your heart chakra. And then it's in alignment with you this way when you're, downloading from the internet to your computer your body or your energy field um working with the tech analogy you're not bypassing your virus scanner or firewall um, well which is you know what maybe maybe we should think in terms of the the heart chakra being where the server sits that's even better and okay that's, now, that's, now my reason for that is that we talk in terms of our higher self, you know, and you, you, when you use even the, the phrase higher self, you think of it something outside of yourself. And last year, all of a sudden, I realized, no, it's the higher self is existing within my energy field. The 3D image of me is a 3D image of me, but inside of me is all this access to all of this, all of these other levels of and experiences that that are me it's all inside you you have to unlock what's inside you and the concept because you you can continually as does walt talk about the heart chakra and i listen to you and i go yeah i gotta remember about that but i don't think about it as much as i think i should I mean, Walt says, okay, that, that was really where the center of your, your, you know, in the old days they thought of not your brain as being the center of your soul or consciousness, it was your heart. And that by changing the, the uh, let's say, the focus from the heart to the mind, it was a real screw-up thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I forget about that, that people, 
some individuals actually think of themselves existing in that cholesterol sack we call a brain. That is not, yeah, we actually, I guess you can say, exist as a light entity in the energy or toroidal field around the heart chakra area. So, and there is, every organ has its own toroidal or orgone field there, and it's a little donut shape. Um, but that's where we enter or start our perception levels from this reality is there, not our brain, just because we have eyeballs in the 3D up there and we look from that spot. Um, well, we also know that most of the stuff we see is BS and not accurate anyway. It's what we feel that's accurate. So, yeah, if we just change our perceptions to perceive this reality through our heart chakras, and that can be understood in whatever level each of us understands that, and that can be thoughts, feelings, or straight-up physical energies, lots of levels of it, um, and then you'll expand your reality and access to that reality. Because um, we've been limiting ourselves by the, using our brains and things like that. It's worth using because, of course, it's, um, you know, figure stuff out. But that heart-brain coherence we talked about, Nancy and Mark, before um, several episodes ago, and that can be looked up um, on YouTube. Just type in Greg Braden, something like that, and then you'll see that energy movement from your heart chakra to your third eye or brain area. Um, is called heart-brain coherence, and that's basically stretching that energetic or etheric muscles, and that'll boost your heart chakra as well because, of course, you want energy moving. Um, but, yeah, no, we exist as an entity starting with the heart chakra, and then we choose how much of ourselves to let um, others perceive here. And usually it's just the 3D, the physical. We walk around in you know, little physical bodies with limited um, interaction with our, our levels of perception, but you can tune that. You can turn on your 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 gut instincts, your intuition, your empathic feelings. These are just some of the additional senses that we've been ignoring. We've only been listening often as humans to our five senses, sight, touch, smell, sound. Those are the ones that we should ignore. Turn on, perceive this reality through your chakras. It's, it's a whole lot more exciting, and then you get to start seeing energies, auras, spaceships, and all this kind of stuff. It's a lot more fun. You know, I was talking to somebody and they were saying, uh, you know, that we have to uh, begin to be a pay, pay attention to our own bodies, you know. And so she's telling, you know, and you can do this exercise. You can say, okay, when this is good for me, uh, make make my uh, my hair tingle or something. You know, I mean, you can you can try to program your body to give you messaging. And she's going through all this, and I said, you know, I hate to, I hate to contradict, contradict you here, but I think maybe you better just let your body teach you, <laughs> you know? Because one of the th most important things w we can do is to become aware of our own physical feelings and emotions and what's happening. Because it's very easy to divorce ourselves from it. All you have to do is keep your phone on, turn your television on, put the computer on, and you'll never hear your own voice. And I think it's incredibly important that we begin to hear our own voice, to start, start talking to ourselves and using imagination. Comments? Mm -hmm. No, I think, I think that's, that's exactly right on the money. Um, now, the more, we, you know, the more we open up and perceive, the more we're going to. So it's, there's a lot more out there. We just stay open to it. What you were talking about, the, the energies, the feelings and whatnot, I call that... Um, Kind of jokingly my etheric sign language and i would do just what you were saying when you feel those so when you're having a thought all of a sudden if you feel a tingling a shiver or something just touch your ear and and there's nothing there 
Um, one suggestion, one way of looking at it is, you know, just have a thought and imagination. Um, you know, it's usually often, I should say, either your what's sometimes called your higher self or a spirit guide or an angel or something like that. Let's just say um, more input from somewhere else. So you can assign that little ear twitch or a little, um, you know, shiver on the back of your neck a, a meaning so that those or your higher self that's trying to connect to you now knows that what you've decided the left ear means this um, so that it gets your attention sort of thing. But then I would suggest once you get your attention is gotten, meaning you've, oh, I picked up on this subtle sensation, relax, use your imagination, and I'm being, again, blunt, just your imagination, let it go, and then all of a sudden you can have thoughts and ideas or impressions with more input. And that's the easiest way i found just to start the whole psychic or intuitive process is pay attention and then relax and let it flow. And then you're going to get a whole heck of a lot more input, and you may even be startled by it in a good way. I don't know if you wanted to add anything, Mark or, or Nancy. Mark? No, I'm in agreement. And then, you know, you could take the shungite powder, mix it with, um, let's say, lotion or something, and then put it on your forehead, and then that'll kind of bring things up, light things up a little bit. Um, and speaking of that, Derek has some new new stuff he put up on the store. I don't know if he wants to go into that. He put some images in chat and also at Mystical Wares on Facebook and uh, official store. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can, actually, that's a great idea. So playing off what you were just saying about the lotion of Shungai, you can do that. Add Shungai powder or our S4 powder, which has silver particles um, within it as well, and just place it on your third eye area between your eyes. And actually, that's also why I like our new, which ties into what you were just asking, Mark. We have a new um, Shungai and silver skin balm or salve, which is our um, organic beeswax with the um, shungai and silver powder added to it so it's easily dispensed in a large um, think chapstick type tube so you can just kind of rub it right there on your forehead or another way to use these um, energy devices or um, ingredients and I'm talking about the shungai and shungai skin balms and whatnot so you can again take the skin balm and actually just if you're working on chakra activation or kundalini activation moving energies in your body use these large again they're, they're just like big um lip balm tubes and draw on your physical body wherever you want energy to go so if you're having inflammation issues in your legs so totally different than chakra activation well take this shungite silver combo um it kind of looks like a pen and just draw it on the area and it will move and give a channel or a lane for the orgone energy to flow which will help in all the other energies as well um so there's lots of uses for it and pets as well um, but it's an easier way to get the, um, you know, an energy channel, we can call it, where you want it, using these, these large chapstick-type tubes. Um, then, I don't know if you guys have any questions on, on the new one yet. The difference is, with our Shungite Skin Balm, is now we've started using the S4 powder, which is the Shungite Fine Powder, with um, nano-sized silver particles blended in it. So we have that physical healing um, frequency within Shungite as well, which moves additional energies, um, including uh, different viral issues. So topically, having that silver in there is good for that, for bacteria and stuff. But really, it's all about moving energy, which also goes into our new, and I posted a couple images in chat, but they're available on the website for those listening later. But the little one-and-a-half-inch to two-and-a-half-inch Shungite spheres that we've had copper tree wrapped 
And long story short on those, with the copper tree, and we just liked the form aesthetically pleasing for a little tree on top of the shungite, it works kind of like a an orgone or energy filter. Again, channels for environmental energies, and in this case, what we perceive as excess or heavy energies in this 3D reality, um, and we may feel them as tensions. So if you have one of these devices, and you can make your own, but this is a unique way of doing it, it'll actually draw those excess or heavy energies, kind of like a, an etheric vacuum towards the copper tree, and cop, orgone and energies just move along copper, which is wrapped around the shungite sphere for grounding. So it's, it's like your own little little mini uh, shop back with you as you have it in your environment. I have one sitting in front of me now. Um, and it basically is just kind of like a, a energetic fan, an etheric fan. So it's moving the energies and it's um, and moving living energies always feels better, at least from my perspective. So those are a couple of the new products. Um, and then I guess one more add on it because I just noticed online is um, not just for the for the holidays, but anytime on mysticalwares.net, we actually put together and it looks like a a candy box from so think a chocolate box, a box full of candies, Valentine's Day type deal. But we used um, select polished rocks and gems in there for different reasons. So it kind of looks like that. It's a gift idea, but an energy gift idea. So lots of options that can actually um, help our environment as well. Oh, I love that last one. <laughs> Gem candies. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I wanted to, um, uh, so many things went through my head. First off, you've got to see what he's talking about. These spheres of shungite with the copper tree. I, I've been, you know, in this business for a very long time, and I have hardly ever seen anybody that has that kind of extreme art capability with copper. Um, the trees are amazing, but if... I don't know. You you probably got the the bottom of it pictured on your site, uh, Derek. It is the bottom and tops pictured on the site, and I'm sharing it in chat again. But yeah, if they go to mysticalwares.net, you'll see the bottom as well, where it's wrapped in like a ring. Mm -hmm. Okay, so understand what the, whoever puts this together is a real enterologist. In that when you are taking orgon, orgon is attracted to metal and begins to move through metal. Okay, it just it moves it. It just gets it going. Whereas, like we've talked about the masks, the masks because they're organic in that they're let's say cotton or or paper or not not the uh, the, the even even the um, what do you call it the uh, plastic ones. I mean not plastic. What are they? You know the ones that are phony. I don't even think they're out there anymore. But whenever you got organic material, the organ gets stuck in it. It's like it's a battery. It holds it. It's still radiating out, but now it's not traveling. It's doing a radiating out, and it's not extremely. Well, it's not moving. It's, it's you know. So when you got that copper thing, you know that you're moving the organ. You're causing it to to flow, and you're flowing it through shungite. And the shungite field itself, at the molecular level, is spinning in such an incredible speed that it enhances the flow of the organ. So essentially what you're doing is you're filling your environment with organ. And in some cases, organ devices, um, without shungite, they will essentially lose their energetics. Okay? It's the shungite and the connection to the quantum field that keeps everything going. Um, 
yes, you could do you could do something similar on your own. But I, when I say I've been in the business for a long time, I have. I've been in the mineral business. I've also been in the energy business, and the energy coming off of of these devices are astounding. So um, I don't know who this guy is, but it goes back to why do you buy from Derek? Because it's Derek. You're buying Shungite, you can buy it in a lot of places, but if you buy it through Derek, it's going to, this is the way enterology works, it's going to pick up the energies of where it travels. And with the, with the uh, C60 in there, it's like, it seems to be able to pick up everything. It doesn't, it won't take dark stuff, you know, if somebody tries to manipulate it, it just, it won't. Um, but in my opinion, this is all in my opinion, you know. Um, so anyway, I kind of went off on a tangent there. <laughs> you guys there? Hello? We Bailing didn't leave <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's, no, I agree. Yeah, energy, it, it's to the, it moves energy to the level of perception of the user sort of thing. So the more you realize and your intent, and it does work with what we would call loving energies on this level, um, a whole lot easier than the, the negative and heavy ones and excess. That's what's such a good tool to use in so many forms. And people can just feel it by looking at a photo. And of course it's called quantum entanglement and things like that, but you know, feelings matter and there is no distance. So um, go off your own intuition, everybody, and how you feel on different things. It's, um, the, the whole concept of, of energy is what we really need to to, to, to to embrace. In other words, out there in the listening world and even in ourselves, there are certain things that we believe. We think it's that, my opinion. That's what it looks like. But there's another level of knowing. And knowing comes about through experience. And you can't gain the experience if you can't imagine that you can. So, you know, take out the, the terminology that you can't, that even you don't want to. I'm afraid of it. Take all those, those things, and because there, a lot of this is that when Derek and I talk about this woo-woo stuff and Mark, um, in some cases it's kind of scary because at your central memory you know you that we're telling you the truth and it's opening up a whole new let's say zip file <laughs> and so what we need to to think in terms of is that first you're not alone second it is the heart and it's it's not only the heart you know i mean there's as many uh, neuron uh, cell neurons in your heart is there is in your brain there's no reason that the brain should be the center of anything except by making the brain the thing you have essentially energetically lost your focus from the heart and the heart is where your emotions you know can be your emotions sort of come from your whole beingness in my opinion but when they are actually released they release through that heart chakra so if you're not focused on the heart chakra, then you are losing touch with your most, let's say, 
influential energy field which is your emotions so yeah we got to begin to remember our heart and oddly enough you know the the heart puts out more a greater electromagnetic field than your brain does and why is it that some people can have extreme damage done to the brain and yet they seem to be okay I mean you've heard the stories uh, just terrible damage and, and yet yeah they might have certain you know 3D required sections of the brains that's not working so you have some paralysis or can't see something or something but basically your consciousness continues it's, it's fascinating when you get into the, to the world of what is mental energy and what is consciousness when I was writing the Shanghai reality book I went off on it like a whole day working on uh, and this was quantum physics coming together with uh, a guy it, w it was a, a physicist quantum physicist very well known and this guy that was an anesthesiologist who would put people in a state of essentially technical death when they're having an operation and then revive them and he began to focus on the question how can that be and physically got them in a state of, of, of death what is the difference between that and me bringing them back Why, how does that consciousness continue and they go into a whole scientific reason it goes down to the cells and the 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 mitochondria and the cells I mean it gets oh my god it gets so crazy but I spent a whole day doing that and on Shungite reality and all of a sudden I said hey, what am I doing here <laughs> this hasn't got anything to do with what I was doing and it was like yep now you can go back to what you were doing but this concept of consciousness we are more but you gotta imagine it you gotta bring it out allow it give yourself you know permission to I wonder if I can or I wonder what if, if I do this and be prepared to look at everything that happens to you as another point of learning boom somebody says something to you how'd you react get to know yourself and to do that you focus on what are you feeling if you're not if your body is out of whack and it's not feeling good you walk into a room and you're not feeling good physically you're just feeling your body is all tense or whatever stop you know breathe in and let that energy pass through you so that you get a clear picture because now you're essentially not reacting to the energies in, that you just confronted you're responding you're looking at them because you know there's all sorts of we gotta somebody's gonna control your mind it might as well be you I guess is my message but those Shungite um, spheres with the and and there's other things with this guy's work and I, I like I say I don't normally go out and plug somebody I just think that the energy off of these are pretty awesome so you take a look at them and you feel your body will tell you you go on there and you see a pendant you go is this the one I should get or is this the one I get ask your body what are you feeling you know and you can you can program messaging to yourself well if you know in my case if the energy's off I start to get nauseous you can you can program something like the you know itch my ear or whatever any anything to make your body have a way of saying don't don't, don't do that 
okay and that's because your body is there with it's I don't even want to get into that one <laughs> okay so I'm going to um, play us out of here for uh, it's five minutes because uh, Derek needs that time because he's in a big building and it's Dance of Illusions by our friend Barbara Menezes and her husband Mr. Stewart Craig Stewart <laughs>
And welcome back to the Shungite Show. It's January 26, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon and Mark Joseph. I'm not sure Derek is back. Mark, are you here? Yeah. I uh, oh. wanted to add to what you were saying before the break. So I added Inelia Benz to um, Telegram. Uh, Walt uh, recommends her material. Um, Walt, of course, uh, makes some of the most advanced Shungite devices in the world. And uh, loved you guys' discussion last week. I listened to through um, the iTunes uh, podcast about um, Cloudbuster, Reich and Rife, and, of course, Joseph Cater. Um, and since I'm talking about that, maybe you could go back over the mask and masks and what it does to Life Force. Radio 5G covered that last week. But um, Inelia Benz was talking about... Um, couple quotes she put up and then she does her weekly podcast still um let's see sincerity is a key component of freedom be yourself today no apologies no masks imagine a thousand people looking and experiencing the planet as a safe beautiful peaceful creative expansive supportive and loving place going into that energy making it real it won't like it won't take long for it to manifest in the 3d You know, that's a powerful image because it's so easy to see the world as bleak, you know, as dark. Like I said earlier, you know, like we're going into this dip. But that's why I say the other side of that dip is this wonderful world where there's plenty of everything for everybody. You know, it, 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 they, they tell us that we're overpopulating the world. And yet, if you took all of the people in the world and gave them, I don't know what it is, like an acre of land, they still would only occupy a very, very limited area of the world. The vast majority of the earth we could populate. We don't want to do that because that destroys the whole ecosystem. But the reality is, is that we were sent here for not to suffer by, you know, the source God, the all I am. It's because of the experience of learning. And so we're going through this storyline that is really kind of bleak. But if you keep your, your vision on the other side of that cesspool, the swamp, where we're going to be good, it's going to be so amazing. It's going to be just, wow, mind-blowing. You know, and you'll know why you are very fortunate to be here right now. And of course, like I say, I started to say earlier, is that there is a direct connection. If you, you stand back and you look, there is a direct connection be between where we are and Shungite. Now, Shungite has been there for how many millions of years? Billions of years? Millions of years. Oh, God. Millions, billions. A long time. <laughs> uh, four point, what is it? 2.5 billion years and it was known about at the time you know like 300 years ago with the time of Peter the Great in in Russia there are stories through antiquity about the black stone and you know is that part of the Shungite lore or some other story but you've always had this this sort of like knowingness about some kind of a black stone. Edgar Cayce said the, you know, the hope for humanity 
lies in Russia. And I don't think that he meant the Soviet or the, the communist or even what's there now in Russia, that system. It could very well have been the Shungite. Because when I wrote my book, Cosmic Reality, which you can get as a PDF-free download, just go to CosmicReality.com, look at the tab that says Books and Blogs, go down to the books by N.L. Hopkins, or Books and Blogs, I guess it is, whatever. Go down there, and you'll get the PDF. You can download it. You can buy the copies from either uh, Derek or, or from uh, Amazon, but, you know, you can also just download this book. Because when I was writing Cosmic Reality, uh, especially the second book, which is Down the Rabbit Hole, it's two books under one cover, when I was writing down that rabbit hole and getting into all of this 3D stuff, uh, chem, from chemtrails to the, you know, the 1871 act that sent the republic into hell and put the, you know, into a corporation stood in its place. Uh, you know, details about 3D life just, you know, is there in that book. But while I was going through it, I realized that there was, that you had to have a creative consciousness in order to have the biosphere of Earth. It just came about from the writing, all of the learning that I did, all the things I was seeing. It just came to that conclusion. You had to have a creator God. So I started using the word Gaia, and I'm going like, why am I using this word after I'd used it like the fourth time? And I look it up, and it's supposedly Mother Nature in, in the term of Greek, the Greek language. And I thought, well, you know, yeah, I guess so. I'd never, I wasn't, I mean, I just started using it. I wasn't, I sort of knew, the, knew of the word, but didn't know even what it meant. So when you get to that concept of a creator consciousness, and you begin to perceive the understanding of why we're never alone, you know, yes, there is a source God. There's a there's an all that is. But that that energy field created the creator consciousness that I call Gaia, and that is the creator consciousness of this biosphere that we call Earth. So, well, I'm not sure why I'm talking. Oh, because of the Shanghai. So, however it got here. Well, I know it came as a meteorite. It, it hit the it hit the planet when it was still in semi molten state, and when you, when you see how writing that book, coming to the understanding of a creator consciousness and then saying, my gosh, you know, if this is true, then I want to be subservient to the needs of that creator consciousness. You know, what do you need me to do to make it right? Because obviously it wasn't right. I just wrote a whole book about it. <laughs> you know, so... Um, and within four months, I was given Shungite. I mean, it was delivered to me. So, when, 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 I'm, when I'm talking about Shanghai, with the mission to get it to the masses, and, you know, now the world does know of Shanghai. There is somebody somewhere on every continent that's got Shanghai. It's all over the place. So, if you've got this massive Shanghai influence over the planet, and then... In February of 2020, a ball comes out of the sky, you know, this beautiful blue fluorescent ball that is not a comet, no tail, meteorite, not burning, 
like that. And it hits the atmosphere and explodes. And it explodes directly over the Shungite field. This is significant. And so what do you think? Well, if you've done as much reading as I have, you think, oh, blue star Kachina. The blue star will come out of the heavens and mark the demarcation between the fourth world and the fifth world. And then within 10 days of that, the world starts shutting down. The fourth world starts shutting down all over the place. And what's happened is just like, the, you know, the four, what, what is this thing that, that is coming out? Oh my God, it looks terrible. Is this the fifth world? No, you're seeing the destruction of the fourth world. The fifth world is still in our hands, although from every indication we've already won. It's going through the storyline. What's the story to get us there? Because remember, time doesn't exist. It's a relationship of place and space. As we go through the cosmos on this super, super train of the solar system and the planets just moving through the galaxy and the galaxies moving. I mean, we're moving tremendous amount of speed every single millisecond of our life. So, you know, the place keeps, I mean, the space keeps, the place keeps changing. But the space is you. Me. We're the space. It's a relationship of the energies around you that marks, is, is how we mark time. And um, there's an, an interesting th uh, theory that time was relative, very relative to whatever location you were in because you were watching the sun. You had, you know, sun, sun clocks. And then all of a sudden, all these cities started putting up these clocks, these town squares with clocks in them. And they were all supposed to be synchronized so that they're all saying the same thing. And there's a theory that this was one of the first, uh, let's say, projects, <laughs> missions, of the, uh, the powers that want to control us, to control us, to capture us in time. Just throwing that out there. Derek's back. Hi, Derek. I've been babbling again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I've been listening. It's all good. So the stores are open. The, the employees are there. Yep, Mystical Wares is open for business. Oh, yeah. We haven't, and all we've done in the store is modify um, the classes so they're on pause. So people can still shop, of course. We're just not doing the gathering thing, but no, that'll, that'll all happen in time. I, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I will well, mention we have a lot of new classes planned. Did you have a question? Well, I was just going to say, Mark will tell you that's going to happen quickly because the election is over. <laughs> And everybody's opening up, you know. So, so you don't, you're not, you're not having as many groups. But do you still have, uh, you know, some kind of group things happening there? Or do, are you doing anything there? Is it all online? No, right now it's mostly online. What we are going to ramp up again um, are the pop-up shops to where we bring in other local artists and vendors and put them in the classroom area that we're not using right now. Um, so they can set up and we'll provide them with tables and advertising and let them share their widgets with the, you know, locals. And, um, no, so it's all great. It's just a place for the community to hang out and it's not stopping us on, you know, at all.
so Mark, do you have something or Derek? Where where, where should we go? We still got you know forty minutes left of the show. <laughs> where are we gonna go? We've been all over the place. I, w I should have looked to see if there were questions um, in the Shanghai Reality Group on Facebook. Yeah, we can. Um, yeah, if somebody does find some of those, we can bring them up. Um, I do want to mention a new, and I've got it here in my hand, one type of it, but a new, not new, but new to me, a mineral or a rock. It's called gaspeite. I think it's G-A-S-B-E-I-T-E. I don't know if I mentioned it last week or not, but it's a kind of rare and uncommon, a little pricey, but it's green. And I'm mentioning it because, um, of course, everything's frequency. And this particular um, rock or mineral, which often is how it happens, it gets brought to my attention via somebody else mentioning it. In this case, um, another energy worker walked into Mystical Wares, asked if we had some available um, and we didn't, Maureen was actually the one that interacted with this person, <clears throat> excuse me, so she wasn't aware of it, and neither was I, um, so she looked it up, and long story short, Maureen purchased a piece of this mineral from, and I think it was um, British Columbia, because it's only found in Australia and Canada, um, and gifted it to me just a couple weeks ago, as she likes to do, she doesn't tell me what these things are, just kind of drops them in my hand or holds her hand out for me to grab, just to have me perceive first. Um, and it, it's, and I'm mentioning it, it, it made it to my list of top three or four minerals for a reason, which includes shungite, um, because of the huge effect it had on, I guess, here in the 3D, you term it digestive issues, but just those mid-range energies. Literally, by if anybody comes into my office, so I'm also what's called a medical intuitive, lots of things, um, so we can have an effect on physical issues or energies. So, and I mention that because when somebody comes in here and mentions, well, I've been having trouble with my tummy or um, really any digestive issues, something in that mid chakras, all they have to do is hold this, it's kind of a bright green rock actually, um, depending on the type you get, but this rock in their hand and immediately you're going to feel that, that turning, that turning. So in the 3D, you'll feel the energy movement on the etheric, you'll feel the flushes, um, but there are certain recipes or combination of frequencies so we're talking minerals here in the 3d that have these effects so cosmic shungite the shungite i tumble in pure silver bars for three days well think heart chakra up where the gaspiite is heart chakra down and there's other minerals that have an effect on these things but they're just good tools if you're if someone is interested um, or drawn to start working with energies so if they want to we talked earlier about subtle energies and um what I jokingly called etheric sign language, well, those little flushes and sensations and shivers and things, again, can be boosted or honed into just that, that etheric sign language by um, the addition of these different minerals. So Shanghai, again, will clear the excess. So now, rather than feeling, and this is just an example, say, tingling all the way down your shoulder to your fingers, well, if you're holding Shanghai, it'll refine it or hone it down to maybe one or two fingers. So it's, it's a... A clear energy signature, I guess you can say, when you're using some of these minerals, which is why I mention it. So if anybody out there, just a suggestion, but if you do have, um, and if you don't have the money to buy, in this one, Gaspiite that we're talking about, well, get on Google, type in the word, look at the images, and just think about it. You're going to have um, an energy effect right away. So that's one of the things I wanted to mention for boosting or removing 
Um, ch think just changing the filter on your mid-range chakras. Gaspiites are a good one for that. The cosmic silver shungites a good one for the upper chakras again. So different minerals um, tied in with your thoughts will have a massive effect because, of course, you know, scientists, physicists put it out that 90% of this universe, as I've said before, is invisible. It's made up of imagination and feelings. And if you start working with those two ingredients, and they both encompass a lot, of course, you'll have more effect on this universe or your reality. Remember, 90, and it's an approximation, about 90% is that invisible, the orgone field. <clears throat> well, I would suggest you, you know, start working with that rather than limiting yourself to the the 10% 3D, which is technically, not to go too woo here, all an illusion anyway. It's just an agreed-upon reality, and it can all be modified. Um, so, you know, just hoping to expand and help everybody see their reality a little more and then realize you can have an effect on it and you don't have to go to some Reiki master or energy worker or something like that to do these things. You can do it yourself, and they're just different rocks and minerals. So I just wanted to kind of fill that out there. Let it, basically, let everybody know, you can empower yourselves, um, and you don't have to have a bunch of expensive tools. It's your thoughts and feelings first. Well, you know, I had a, a, another one they should look at. I, I, I'm going through and cleaning out everything, and I'm taking all of my crystals, and I'm going through, and I'm packing them up, not to get rid of them, but so that they're packed up with Derek's address on it. In case something happens to me, he gets them. But I'm not looking at them. I'm not feeling them. And, and, and you know, with floods and everything else, I said, no, I just want these things safe because, you know, some of them have already gotten broken because I wasn't paying attention. Um, so I'm going through things, and I'm finding things that, my God, I, I, some of this stuff, because I had a mineral shop, and some of this stuff I was still in bags. You know, I'm going like, my God, this is 20 years old, you know. <laughs> bags kind of yucky, falling apart, those plastic bags. And inside, I'm pulling out, like, emerald druzy. And I'm going like, oh, my God, what is this? And I, I got, like, five of these still in the rough, still in their matrix. And with just, you know, instead of pulling them out of the ground, they took cut around. And so you got little, little, little pieces of it. Amazing stuff. And then I found something that I think is ruby, or, but it's awfully, it's not a deep ruby, it's, but it looks like it's in the sapphire ruby uh, conundrum family. And I'm just, like, all of a sudden there's this two-inch sphere of bloodstone. Do you know what I'm talking about, Derek? It's mostly a green stone with a red yeah. in it. Yeah, I have some right here. And... I, I'm holding on to this, and I'm going like, oh, my God, this feels good. It just, I mean, I ended up putting this big ball in my pocket all day. And then at night, I went and I put it in the pillow because it was just like, wow. For some reason, that particular mineral, I just needed whatever it's got in it. And, you know, it's it's... But I hadn't, I hadn't, and I always, I mean, I loved it forever, but it's one of those stones that most people don't work with. There's a few, a di few different stones out there like that, like sodalite. Sodalite is not a, I mean, you see it all, people don't know really what it is. It's, it's like a sponge. It'll take negative stuff in the air out. 
and you can program it for you know negative thoughts and energies and stuff but sodalite is a very very powerful and inexpensive stone at least it was um there's so many of them that are just kind of like i'm trying to think of what else is off peridot is really interesting um that's a green stone and that stone is really comfortable working with other stones to kind of enhance their uh, energetics, you know. And, and um, so that's that's one that you should always sort of have in part of your collection. Um, you got any others out there, Derek, that you know of that you know are are, are like that kind of offbeat? Yeah, you named some really good ones, and those are all key ones I use. And then um, now you may. I actually used to get shocked by this one, but black tourmaline is another one. So think high frequency, um, not for everybody. And of course, like any mineral or rock, um, they're made up of multiple ingredients. So frequencies also. Um, but so higher, higher. That's why I was kind of say a suggestion for the, and I'll just term in chakras because that's what people um, seem to understand a lot of is the upper chakras, tourmaline. Things like that um, is one good one for it. I'm trying to think about what else. Let me let me jump in here and tell you a tourmaline story while you maybe it'll tweak you. But um, when I first got into the mineral business, well, because I was a collector, I was I didn't have many I didn't have any money actually, and so I but I was frequenting a um, uh, a gem shop minerals. I was learning everything I could, and there was this real big hunk of black tourmaline that I kept getting drawn to and it was it was really a big hunk of it and it was expensive for that day even and so you know I'm like looking at it and getting drawn to it but I didn't have the money well then I suddenly had the money so I said well I'm that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna put it into that so I and I'm very very good friends with the uh, owner whose name was Crystal because of some soap opera actress or character that her mother was watching when she got born but she's named crystal and she owns a crystal shop interesting so um i've got the the tourmalines in front of crystal i've got the money i pay her she's handing me the receipt and we both went what and she said i thought that was black tourmaline i said yeah so didn't i and she said it looks like green to me and i said looks like green to me too and I, and the difference in price between a black tourmaline and a green tourmaline is like lots of money. And I went, whoa. Uh, I said, your pricing was wrong on that. And she said, no, I think I priced a black shungla, sh uh, tourmaline. Whatever happened, you, you had paid me for it. She said, you don't owe me any money on that. And I, to this day, I have this green tourmaline. The, and I, I, you'll find it every once in a while, but I don't know. I mean, do you see it now out there, Derek? I have never seen it. I don't have it, and I've been to many shows. I might go to another one here soon in Arizona again, and I haven't. It's no, not no, not green tourmaline. I think in kyanite, different colors I've come across lately, but not tourmaline. That's green tourmaline. Yeah, I'll take uh, a picture of it and send it to you. Do that because that actually tells me or um, reminds me of something I had here happen in my office. So we have Washington Serpentine is um, found here, just a green stone. Sometimes it's called Helorite if it's a little darker. Um, but here in my office, when I um, do my energy flinging that I jokingly call, 
I've actually, and I still have this piece, a chunk of it was hard without visuals to show you, but think a, um, just a really pretty lighter um, green hue or color to this rock. And it was about the size of my fist in my office. And I don't know if we want to get into specifics, but so during a session, it changed colors. So by the time the session was over, it was a, a, a pale yellow color and it went from green. So the actual energy, it's a frequency came and I was watching it happen. So the green was removed from it as a frequency layer to this person. I guess I should probably just, I'm not using names, so I'll be a little more specific. <clears throat> this person had what would be termed an attachment. I see everything as excess energy. So everything's energy to me and it goes from there. For their level of reality, it was actually an entity attachment. So something hanging around in their energy field that was not good for them. So when I perceive this, let's just say uh, a layer of their sandwich that they don't like, it's a spicy layer. And again, I don't ju give judgment, good, bad, or, or anything like that. It's just a layer they don't want. So what I'll do is surround them in a, that love frequency um, using different methods, but basically, you know, amping up my heart chakra and generating 0.1 Hertz, the love frequency, and then using my um, other understandings to have an effect around them, we'll just put it that way. So when that happens, the individual I'm working with um, and who is working on themselves, they actually will feel it. Usually, they, it's funny, they kind of like jump out of, off the couch about six inches, um, jokingly, but move around and hold. They really feel it, the energy adjust, adjustments, because a layer, a heavy layer, as I like to term it, on their aura field gets removed um, by these things. So it's, and they do, they do it themselves. And what happened in this case with that Washington Serpentine, that green rock, it pulled that color from the rock in the room and it actually lightened while it was sitting there. Just right in front of your eyes, just, and it's never come back. It doesn't turn back on. It took the frequency, gave them, okay, how do I say this? <clears throat> Restructured their weakened field. It's not like it gave them, but it gave them another blueprint to work from. So more frequency to boost their own and it got that heavy energy out of their field. I guess I'll just go quickly and say that because it'll mean different things to others. But my bigger point is to say that Dude, straight up, and Nancy, that tourmaline could have changed colors literally in your hand because I've seen it happen here. And it's not just a Derek thing. It can happen to any of us. It's all energy. So, um, but yeah, rocks and minerals will change straight up color. Um, the, and the Washington Serpentine I'm talking about also has dolomite in it. And that's just a, a white, it looks kind of like crystal, but it's calcium, magnesium, and zinc. That's just what it's made of. It's actually a supplement for many. Um, but it actually grabs energy as well. So basically the calcium, the dolomite in there, the calcium, magnesium, and zinc worked as a sponge, grabbed what, again, what I'm terming excess energies from this individual, and then it reboosted re their heart energy, the green. So it's really interesting to see that these rocks and minerals have an, um, a 3D effect as well, not just in the um, other frequencies. Well, we're, because we were talking about the heart earlier, you know, Ruby is a great stimulator, simulator for the heart chakra. But also the greens also work there. So the, the, color, of, the color of the stones that you might be attracted to can sometimes give you an indication. Because you don't, I mean, to, I mean, there are so many different interpretations of what this or that does. 
you know and my interpretation of ruby is that it works very you know because of my own body you know and everything else about you know what i've read about ruby it's it's the heart chakra area but also some of your greens too and so if you can get go look at you know collect a picture go go, go get a picture or get the box from this is how we got into this really was the box that um derek is is got there how many different gems are in that box Derek? or not gems i should say minerals uh 12 of them so there's 12 of them what are they do you know offhand yeah all that well no but i'll bring up the image and look at it <laughs> and see what we actually did to it but we did um and as i'm doing that i'll sit in chat for a second but we did we put a combination of different um rocks and minerals of course that all have an energetic value so the list of them that are in that um rock candy box are red jasper a amethyst cluster citrine quartz okay okay let's do this let's do this let's go one by one and just talk about what the energy that you perceive off of these and i'll give you some insight if i see it um so that people know what they're getting when they get that box does that make sense no, that's a good idea. Yeah. And everybody be open. I'm realizing that. So we're going to give, you know, what well, my explanation of these ingredients is I like to term everything. So, you know, spicy is spicy to one and not spicy to another. But from my perception, what I do, and we'll go through number one, like Nancy said, was the red jasper. Um, and of course, that for me, that's tied into the, the grounding or earthing. It helps you um, do just that. So colors have frequencies. So if you're working along the chakras, um, the red jasper, if you hold that or have it in your environment, it's going to move those lower or earthy frequencies, which also ties into the reddish color. You can think Sedona, things like that, um, because thoughts, feelings, colors all um, contribute to the overall recipe. So for me, red jasper is a grounding and earthing one. Um, <clears throat> and interrupt anytime you want, Nancy, because you don't have to add it on every one of these if you don't want. But did you want to talk about red jasper? Or I can just jump into amethyst. No, I, I agree with your interpretation okay. of it. And amethyst, and what we did on these were because I just recently went to Arizona, some of the rock and gem shows, as many of you know, <clears throat> excuse me, and picked up um, a, a larger supply of these amethyst clusters. So it's actual little, um, well, just that, a cluster and accumulation of the crystal points, so not a polished rock, the actual crystals themselves in a couple inches long. Um, the amethyst is another of the heart chakra ones, not too dissimilar from the rose quartz, which is, I'll talk about them both kind of right now. Um, and I integrated both of those, not just for coloring and love and the, um, the feelings of that and grounding, but the crystal itself. So it's the only unpolished crystal form within the box. Everything else is a polished rock or um, crystal like polished citrine quartz or rose quartz or something like that um, so it's more of a an accumulator it moves energy um, there's lots of ways to put it in but it's a loving feeling or frequency which is often why people are just drawn to amethyst especially the crystal form because they'll feel the energy push or pull depending on each individual um, because that structure so the whole hexagon um, structure the six-sided points to crystalline structure there's something behind and then we won't get into all that now but due to the math and the geometry of it it actually moves energy another way so um, it's a mover of energy to where the polished rocks aren't so much movers but they're um, wow I don't know how to explain that one an addition or again another ingredient in the recipe 
which is also why, and it's going to be a unique one, and I'm going to mess this up, but Unikite, I believe it's called, and it's U-N-A-K-I-T-E, and it's um, really pretty greens and reds. Um, again, think earthing colors or frequencies, heart chakra grounding. So we're still working on heart chakra lower here, but pretty much between, and we'll continue on, but pretty much between all these polished rocks and the crystal clusters, um, they're activating different energy layers of your body. So this way, in this 12-piece box, you have a, a variable selection you can choose from on any given day to whatever you feel, um, and then combos of it as well. So the Ukonite is, again, those heart chakra to, to lower chakras, moving the, the physical feelings, um, things like that, and the emotions, where other ones will move thoughts. So they're different. I'm just trying to vaguely give you a difference of energies here. Um, and then the tiger's eye and sodalite. You mentioned sodalite earlier, Nancy. Um, sodalite is a, for those that don't know, it's a blue rocker mineral with some white striations in it. Kind of looks similar to lapis lazuli, um, but different, of course. So it's a darker blue. Uh, and then that's a good third eye one. So always colors will line up with your chakras to one degree or another. Um, so the soda lights actually, it's going to sound odd, but it's good for tummy issues and your third eye. So it's kind of jumping around there a little bit. Let me let me jump in on yeah. the tiger eye. Oh, yeah. Because that <clears throat> that was one of the first minerals that I met when I started out in the mineral business and to this day I think it's like one of my favorites or maybe my favorite and I'm not ever sure as to why maybe because it is the first but the energy of the uh, tiger I, I mean not the tiger eye what did I just say uh, <laughs> did you say tiger eye yeah yeah that's what we're talking about there's red, what? there's blue, there's several tiger's eyes. No, I went to another one, and I'm trying to... Jeez. Uh, uh, okay, it's another one. Very rare. I mean, you don't see it out there. But the tiger eye, that is a very interesting... Talk about that a little more, because they, it's just a very interesting construction, and the, the refraction of the energies in it is different than a lot of other things. Oh yeah, tiger's eye is really pretty. So for those of you that don't know what it looks like, it's um, it gen it's generally it's lined, so it has striations in it of depending on the tiger's eye you have. There's brown, there's hues of yellows, oranges. We have blue and red tiger's eye. I don't know if you've seen those, Nancy, but there are different um, types of it now. And the the standard one is the one we include in the box. So real earth tones or frequencies and energies like that. Um, and for me, wow, it's so tough talking about some of this. It moves energy very quickly. Um, and I don't know if that has to do with the striations in it or the lines or layers, you can call them. But it is another earthing, grounding frequency for me, and um, which would be removing excess, which is also what Shungite does. Um, that's why I, I included in these rock or, you know, uh, faux candy packs we put together here, um, a lot of the earthing ones. And minerals for that reason so just because of that for you know removing the excess and over so tiger's eye i don't know what's in it though do you have any idea of the mineral makeup of it like google it real quick too we can see i'm what's i'm not really sure i'm i'm getting silica but i'm not sure why yeah i'm not um, sure either 
It's lepidolite, though, I was thinking of. It's like leopard. I think it's called oh, lepidolite. That, yeah, yeah, we have some of that as well. I haven't really used it that much, though. Um, oh, that's, not, a, that's, that's a really nice... You should spend some time with that. It's, um, it's like getting a hug from Mother Nature. Okay, I'll have to... Yeah, I know Morgan got some of that in. I'll have to, to check it out and see um, how that feels. And, yeah, because I'm often given that. They just come in different people or um, they'll walk in locally with some new mineral. Somebody did yesterday, as a matter of fact. Some new mineral here from Washington State. It's, um, and they just wanted my input on it. It's, I, I'm trying to give you a description of it. It's some odd greenish-blue jade that we get here in Washington State. So not your typical jade, but there's, um, and it's going to be a whole new mineral. A, I'll have to say it almost looks like pyrite, but clear in it. And I know that didn't make a whole lot of sense, but some kind of unique crystalline structure within this combination of jade. Um, and it's, it's really, really interesting. What it did for me when I put my hand on it, or it was placed in my hand, the energies or frequencies, and it was very distinct from my knees, literally the knees down, it did the whole whoosh, the, the moving of energies. Nothing higher, but the lower ones it did. So, and I'll have to play with that, sit down and intuit a little more information on it. Maybe have a chat with somebody, but that's what it did to me instantaneously. And that's usually how I go at these things is, oh, well, I don't know. It's like anything else. If you're walking down the buffet, try a sample first. Um, and then just, if it's feels good for you, it might be something you need or want to use. And if not, spit it out, move on down the buffet line. But in this case, it was a really unique um, rock and mineral. And you I don't know, have a name. It, 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 did, did, I, did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. No. Um, it's so amazing because when I was doing, you know, actively buying and selling, they were like over 100, 120 new minerals that were being discovered every year that nobody had seen before. And, you know, when you, when you think in terms of how long you've had people out there digging up the planet, you think you would have found all of the, you know, ways that Mother Nature could put together chemicals to create you know, heat, what with heat and pressure and stuff to create a different thing. But there's two crystals that only appeared in one place that anybody knew of at that time. The first one was in a Polish factory that processed zinc. And the factory closed down and they were taking apart the equipment that processed the zinc. And inside this equipment was all these crystals, all these crystals. Zincite, it's called. And it would go from almost like a dark brown into, you know, a pale yellow. But it was all within this machine. And nobody could figure it out because there wasn't pressure, there wasn't temperature. It just was there. It was more like when you do the, the uh, sugar candy stuff. You know, the rock candy? And you oh, yeah. put the sugar water and you put the, the string in it. And stuff. It was more like that, that it, the, the structure had, you know, been created. The other one was in a... It was in North Carolina, and it, uh, it had been like the cellar or, you know, and they had semi-deep cellars, well, you know, for the, what do you call them, uh, for the fruits and stuff, you know, cold cellar, what do they call those? You used to have one. Uh, root root cellar. cellar. Root cellar, right. So 
there was a root cellar that and the building above it had collapsed and stuff and somebody's in there and inside the rocks that had created the root cellar base that was in the soil had all of these little weird black crystals growing as a matter of fact when i was doing something i came across that very thing i think um so you know it's like <laughs> minerals can be in the weirdest places and look like the most amazing things it's oh i've it's, got yeah you're right about that and i just shared in chat nancy um we saw it in arizona it's called fordite it's actually the ford yes the vehicle plant that for decades has been dumping their excess and leftover paint and other things of course in the environment and people have gone out there so if you look in chat you're going to see an image of some cabochons and polished little i'm not going to call them rocks but fordite it's the hardened paint in layers that gives different rainbows and the only reason i'm showing that is because yes that is being sold there's big chunks of this it's literally dried paint and you can pick it up the size of a basketball a big boulder and then cut it off um slab it it's called and then cut it into shapes and things it's nothing i use or recommend but the reason I'm mentioning that, um, and it is something relatively new that's showing up available in the rock and gem world, so, but it is plastics and toxins and things. But I'm actually going to be making um, a, a whole new mineral here at Mystical Wares, and I've got the, um, let's just say, the, the means to do it to, to where you can blend, again, recipe. Minerals, rocks, gems, crystals are all ingredients that can be combined for a recipe. And, if, and um, so basically I'm going to combine... Various ones, and we'll get into the specifics now of the different minerals. Shungite, of course, is one of them, the cosmic shungite. Gaspiite, the one I mentioned earlier. But you can combine these together, and I'm not talking about just powder form, but because I have a, <clears throat> excuse me, a lapidary machine, just a thin grinder, I can shape pieces of these minerals such that they'll fit together, and then you can adhere them together, and then use that combination of the new mineral mixture as a whole new stone or energy device and the terms I use. So I'll be doing that, making different, again, I have no names for these yet, but it's a blending of different minerals and there's several recipes I'm working on to where they will be a whole new energy device. Um, and people can do that on their own by, I mean, you just get a little bag. I've went around my neck, a little, little leather pouch with, you know, a recipe pack. There's a few different things in there, the cosmic silver shungite, a little silver bar, um, some others, pink Himalayan salt. So, again, those are just frequency devices, but I want to combine some of these into a, um, just a, a rock you can hold. And so there's ways of doing that, and that's what we'll be doing here soon, too. And I'm not sure people know that you can actually do things like that. You can actually – so when I get this combination of, say, three or four colored, and they're different colors, I can combine them into one rock and then cut it so you'll see all four colors, kind of like a puzzle put together, and then turn that into jewelry, a polished, um, well, stone, things like that as well. You were so born to do this. <laughs> okay, so what else is in that box of candies? Gem yeah, candies. <clears throat> we and, okay, let's see. Um, the next one was, oh no, another one I have issues pronouncing. Sh um, cal Chalcedony. Um, C-H-A-L-C-E-D-O-N-Y. I think it's Chalcedony. Um, and I have issues pronouncing some of these. Um, and that's another one. That's a really unique one as well that's um, 
a lot it, it depends on the piece you get like a lot of these rocks and minerals um there's different parts of the the vein or areas you get so some are brighter or more striations than others but so the the cal- chalcedony i think i'm saying it right um is an outer aura one it's it's kind of cloudy looking so you can think um your subtle energy layers on the outer part of your aura it has an effect on which is why i added it there it's kind of just holds the energies you're working with so it's not making any decisions on what you have or don't have it's kind of like um it holds it's um and i don't really have a better way of explaining it i would have given it more thought if i knew we were going to do this but it's basically kind of like helps give a structure or space for the other frequencies which is similar to the next one which is um it, it goes by different names up here in the northwest they call it super seven Sometimes it's called chevron um, amethyst. Basically, it's a combination of different quartz that are layered. So if you if it gets termed the super seven, it's got the seven different striations or layers or types of crystal and mineral in it, containing all seven. And then it gets to where the bad super seven. Um, but just think overall, and not necessarily to the seven chakras we're thinking of. Um, but it does have an effect on them all. So it's just a, a multiple frequency crystalline rock being um, amethyst or quartz based. So it's programmable to where, like the first one, red jasper, not so programmable. It just has its own flavor or ingredient or frequency where some of the others are malleable, um, which gets us into the next one, which is serpentine, the one we were talking about earlier, the green one, the one that changes colors. So that's a very unique one as well. The green one, of course, adds the heart frequency and can change. Um, it'll actually lend, which is what happened in my office on that story I told you earlier. It'll lend its frequency, or in the 3D, its color, to what needs it. So that individual was so um, depleted at the moment, I'm being specific, of their heart chakra energy that it acted like a sponge and pulled that frequency from the stone. Um so that's that serpentine. It's Washington um, serpentine. And then the there's two left. The next one is Mookite, M-O-O-K-A-I-T-E. Those are, are a lot of fun. Those are interesting just to feel. You just it's, If we have a bowl of them here and they're all unique, they're all different colors, so it's not like I can say it's like rose quartz, it's pink. No, it's earth tones, and then go from there. And it's patchwork, um, stripes, um, it's just really pretty. And those colors, again, earth tone colors, the, um, the browns, the greens, the, I guess, magenta, some deep reds, yellows, oranges, things like that. And they all vary. But it's another grounding or earthing um, frequency or energy, which is why all these are high-intensity energy stones um, that will help you become more of yourself. So it's not so much that they're giving you anything. They're helping just remove the excess. I'll just be blunt. The crap we walking around in all day, the energies, some aren't good for us. So that's why we built this combination, just for each individual um, to have options in there, to remove what's not in alignment with them. So mookites um, is another, like, serpentine that adds or makes available, it's not forcing anything, many other frequencies or energies. So if you're lacking it, it's a good one to have in your, your box. Uh, and then the last one is smoky quartz, which is, of course, is another quartz, crystalline structure, but this is a polished one, so it's round. 
that you can hang on to. So it doesn't necessarily have a, so like a, a crystal point, sometimes they're double terminated or, you know, a point on each end. So the energy flows or is directed certain ways with a polished crystal like this one that looks like a polished rock. And we're talking about um, smoky quartz. There's no directional um, way to its toroidal shape. It just makes that donut field without pushing one way or the other. So it's a, a an etheric sponge. It has that as well. And those will change colors too, the smoky quartz. They'll get darker or lighter. Um, many of these will. They'll just literally change frequency. And I've seen it or heard of it changing in routes, so in shipments, traveling from A to B. Sometimes it's on a truck or airplane or whatever. It's passing through different environments, frequencies that affect them. Um, so, and that's also a reason why we put certain combinations together. So the energies keep flowing and think of it. As, so when they're in shipment to somebody or, or they're waiting for the next owner to, to come and get them, um, they're not collecting a lot of excess energy. So it was a well thought out combination of frequencies, um, you know, some useful in 3D, some etheric and don't ever let somebody like me limit you by saying, well, Derek or whoever said red Jasper is just good for this. Nope, not not the case. It's good for whatever you feel it's good for. So keep your imagination open. Um, but that was a quick rundown, Nancy, of the various ones we have in this gift pack. And we'll be making other, we'll just say higher frequency. It doesn't mean extra strength, but upper chakras more. Um, if somebody's wanting to reach out in the what we'll call the etheric realms, say chatting to their spirit guides or angels or guardians, however you perceive that, um, there are other combinations or recipes of rocks and minerals that can be put together for that. But in our high energy, what we feel is stress right now and anxiety in these, in our, you know, the virus drama days, that's why this pack was made moving energy. So there's, there's thought behind it sort of thing. Well, I have to say, having been in the business that this is a very impressive collection because it's, it's unique. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's very energetic, and just to be around these boxes of, of you know, we, we're kind of kind of call them rock candy sort of deal, jokingly here in the store, because we're, we're gift-boxing them to look like a, a box of chocolates. Um, Olivia, my daughter, even, she purchased some little, those little wrappers that go under chocolates, little paper ones, and put them in there. Um, so it's kind of unique looking as well. It's kind of fun, but no, it's a straight up. I, th I think you should make it look like a medicine cabinet. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. We just we just actually put this all together yesterday, uh, so we kind of move fast. But they're they're available online as well, so we can ship them. And, and we do give just descriptions with the various stones that are included inside of the box, so if somebody gets it. Very good. It's it's a great it's a great gift. And hey, listen, you got Valentine's coming. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you can, and then if you're going to give that as a gift, hey, gen, I would suggest, and I'm going to do it, generate that whole welling up sensation that I call it in your heart that I think you all know what I'm talking about, that love feeling while you're holding that box of rocks, chocolates, whatever you want to call it, and then gift it, and you're going to push that energy or frequency over the quartz and different things in there. So in the 3D, what's going to happen is when that person, the receiver, gets it, they're going to not only receive the gift in physical, they're going to feel it. Their heart chakra is going to want it. They're going to get excited, feel a loving energy. and go, wow, that's powerful. And, you know, that whole other aspect of our reality that we often ignore, the energetic ones. So I'd suggest, you know, 
add-on if you're going to gift something like this. And you can put your own together, but add the frequency as well. Start it with love. Um, and then they're really going to feel it on many levels. Yes. Um, we're getting down here to the last of the show. Uh, Mark, is there something that you would like to add? Yeah, I wanted to ask Derek if Seattle or the bigger cities in your area have signs of uh, of showing that of, of their opening up, like the rest of the country. Yeah, it's one of those things. <clears throat> and when I look ahead as well, um, it it is showing that. And then hang on anyway, because they may just pull the carpet out from under you again and then do it again. Um, just know you can levitate. So, and I you know kind of mean that jokingly, but not just realize. Um, it's going to happen. I'll just say it that way. Things are going to happen. So just be ready for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're trying here and there, but to be blunt, I'm not holding my breath on it staying open at this time. Um, you know, still, we still have a lot of lessons we're going through and experiences. So just hang on. The world's not ending or anything like that. It's just experiences for us all. Yeah, they're gonna, probably going to lead it towards the C-19 shots, uh, passports and all that. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, and I, I usually don't get into a whole lot of that, and I think people know what we're talking about. I know we're getting to the end of the show here. It is going to move into a lot of that, so there's more drama coming, but, again, it's drama. That's why we're here. We're here to experience. I'm not losing any sleep. Just go with the roll, uh, the punches, you can say. And get your Shanghai. Get your Shanghai. Yep. <laughs> You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.